What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Meehan, and joining me, as always, is my partner in crime, disgruntled wizard, Connor Lawler. I just fucking hate Leviosa. <laughs> <laughs> It's my favourite like game that we have. <laughs> there was a moment there where I thought you weren't going to do it and I like relaxed. Yeah. I went, oh, he's just going to do my best pal, Connor. But no, then it came afterwards and I had the moment of panic like, Connor, think of something quick. <laughs> think of something off this prompt you've just been given. <laughs> I hate improv, you know that. It's so true. this is this is Hero Zero, Sean, where we choose one comic book character every single week. Um, we talked about good points and their bad points, and we just generally give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. Now, I normally do DC, True. and Sean, you normally do Marvel characters. And I do. So, obviously, we've been working slowly more towards the rivalry, and so what I will <laughs> say this week is I feel strongly that you are wrong in liking <gasps> Marvel, oh. and, but I am willing to accept that that is your stance. Right, well, I think that's pretty rich coming from a DC fanboy, but we're friends regardless. <laughs> we're still friends! <laughs> Turns to the camera, thumbs up. Um, so last week I did Peace um, Peacemaker, Yeah. and so this week I'm interested to see who you do, because I did John Cena in the upcoming Suicide Squad movie, so Shot, who do you have to compete with that awesomeness of that DC character? Well, Connor, I have um, a character. I know you know this character. You might not know that you know this character, but you definitely know this character. This character is named Sauron. Um, Oh, yes. Okay. No, wrong. Not from Lord of the Rings. Okay, well then, no. Right. (laughs) Lego Batman movie? No. So, Sauron is a character in Marvel Comics that you are you are familiar with a very specific aspect of this character and I'm not going to tell you anything. I'm going to get into the report and we will see when it clicks. Oh no, okay. This, so, I don't like this. This involves me using a brain. You have I don't to actually like listen to what I'm saying this time, yeah. I, I just kind of guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a few responses and I just try to throw them at you, no matter what the report. So, here, okay, I'm going to start off at the start. I think this will be funny, because people already know what this character is because of Instagram and things like that. But, as a young boy, Carl Lycos went with his father on an expedition to Tierra del Fuego, near the Antarctic Circle. Okay. Along with them on the journey was a physician, Dr. Anderson, and his daughter, Tanya, who was about the same age as Carol. Okay? So, at one point during the trip, Tanya became lost, and Carol found her in a cave being attacked by gigantic paternodons. Uh... (laughs) This took a twist. What are pteranodons? It's, I think it's actually pronounced pteranodons. Um, they're basically pterodactyls. Ah, of course. Of I course. mean, we see them all the time. They're rampant through the cities these days. <laughs> so they're a form of flying reptile from the age of dinosaurs. Um, yeah. But in Marvel Comics, there's a place called the Savage Land, which is a region in the Antarctic Circle where uh, dinosaurs still exist, basically. Uh, and you told me that once and blew my mind that that's actually canon, but that it does exist. Yeah, that's just a thing. And it's so they can just tell a story where like Captain America fights a dinosaur. 
Uh, yeah, it looks good on a co- it looks good on the it, cover. It sells comics, like um, yeah. So uh, the the Carol drove off the pteranodons with a walking stick, but not before being severely bitten by one of them. Okay, hang on. I am like racking my brain here to try. Come on. Does he turn into the Raid Power Ranger or something? I'm, okay, I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna give you a hint. It's your Twitter header. Oh no! <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you know where this is going. <laughs> I don't want to cure cancer. I want to turn everybody into dinosaurs. That guy. That's who we're talking about. Yes. Let's do this. So, um, traumatized by the experience, neither Carol nor Tanya remembered the pteranodons. And Dr. Anderson used his medical skills to save Carol's life. Um, he was so grateful to Carol for saving his daughter um, that Dr. Anderson allowed Carol to live with him after his own father died. Um, okay. So Carol's been kind of adopted in by the Andersons. And then this is, you're going to hate this. This is the exact quote from the Marvel Wiki. For reasons that have never been explained... Love uh, that. Love that in comic books. Let's the, do it. The pteranodon bite somehow changed Carol, apparently altering his genetic structure. Uh, I mean, it's a, to be fair, I can't rag on this too much because it's every or it's one of the three origin stories. Bitten by something. <laughs> you get bitten by some, liquids fall on you, or hit by an electric strike of some kind. That's true, and that's how you get all of your powers. Now, he doesn't turn into a pteranodon straight away. Um, At the start, he discovered he needed to drain life energy from other living beings to survive. Uh, Right. Okay. Does that just mean killing them? No. So he doesn't actually kill them. Um, He leaves them temporarily weakened. Um, His first accidental victim is his, like, the pet dog. um, And he just makes him weak. And then the dog eventually recovers his strength. But Carol just needs to suck energy from living things to survive. And so how does he suck the energy? By like touching him, kind of like Rogue. Okay, that's fair enough. Perfect. As Carol grew older, he fell in love with Tanya, which is technically fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it? Sorry, go over the relationship again. So there are, uh, their dads are friends. And then okay. Carol's dad died and Dr. Anderson basically let Carol live with them. I... And they were yeah. both like kids at the time. So they yeah, essentially grew I, up as siblings. But it's technically are doing, fine. <laughs> are we doing the technically fine line again? The ghostwriter excuse, yes. Yeah, I mean, technically, okay. <laughs> but morally, Sean, what are we talking morally? I would say it's risky if not frowned upon. <laughs> frowned upon, but go on. So, uh, now Dr. Anderson refused... To let Tanya marry Carol because of his Makes lack sense. of financial means, Connor. Oh, <laughs> all right. So not the proper reason. No, no, no. It's, that's technically fine. So, I'm happy for you to marry your fucking sister, <laughs> but not with that fucking pe- penniless job you have. <laughs> so what does Carol do? He sets off for medical school, uh, vowing to become wealthy so that he could marry Tanya. They'll um, just let anybody into medical school. No, grad, no, not you can, needed. Like. You can just decide. It was like the 50s or something. Yeah. You can just decide you want okay. to be a doctor. 
so Carol uh, became a hypnotherapist, but his need for life energy increased as he became an adult. Hence, he constructed devices where he could drain his patient's life energies into himself. So he's getting a bit sus at this point. So he's like putting them under and then like sucking energy out of them? Yeah, no, not killing them, but really weakening them and things. <laughs> like it's technically, technically fine. fine. <laughs> technically fine, but frowned upon, are we saying? Yeah, this dude is all about technically okay. Uh, now, you like this, because next Carol met a geneticist named Professor Charles Xavier. Never heard of him. Well, he's going to be big, Connor. Uh, <laughs> while, uh, so, together they worked on a secret Project Mutant. Um, again, direct quote, It has yet to be explained exactly what this project was, why it was secret, what results it might have had, and who, <laughs> if anyone, had commissioned it. the best that's such a good line <laughs> look it's just pointless to be honest with you lads we have no idea why it exists we needed a reason for him to meet charles xavier and so yeah. we made one <laughs> no absolutely and look i'm all in i Perfect. think it makes sense excellent excellent um xavier knew about lycos's need uh, carol's need uh, and ability to siphon the life energy of others in, into himself but he never told his protégés, the mutant team known as the X-Men, about this. Oh, uh, okay. So, all the X-Men know is that Charles Xavier is friend with this man named Carol, who's a very good doctor, right? Yeah. And so, they're following a battle between the X-Men and the Sentinels, um, one of the X-Men named Havoc, who we saw in first class, he controlled... Scott, so- Scott Scubbers, isn't it? Scott no, Scubbers' Scott brother, Scott Alex brother. Summers. Alex yeah, so uh, he um, had been only able to control his superhuman abilities and nearly killed himself by releasing his full power. Um, he ended up buried in rubble. He was very, very injured. And this was in the middle of Manhattan. Uh, they knew that Carol had an office in Manhattan and they knew that Kavik needed a doctor straight away. So the X-Men, thinking that Carol is a friend of Charles Xavier's, bring Havoc over. Um, because they're like he already knows and he's cool with mutants we can take this guy okay. and he can see a doctor and he won't be judged i mean it makes sense yeah it's 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 technically fine uh, technically fine <laughs> so after treating havoc's wounds uh carol began using his equipment to drain life energy away from him um as a standard <laughs> but- procedure is is rogue about like does she know what's going on no um but you're i like the way you're thinking uh like this is the first time that carol ever siphoned energy from a mutant uh it's never happened before and it had a result that he had never experienced the energy siphoned from havoc triggered a metamorphosis into a creature that resembled a half humanoid pteranodon uh, who retained oh his human intelligence and ability to speak. <laughs> However, the transformation so distorted Carol's personality, turning him evil. <laughs> <laughs> was he not already a bit sus? Oh yeah, he was still like a bad dude, objectively. Yeah. But he was a doctor and he was trying to help people, I guess. But now he's just outright evil. Now he's just a lunatic. Now he doesn't want to cure cancer. He just wants to turn what? people into dinosaurs. Okay. So you're telling me that this guy's origin 
yeah. is that he gets bitten by a radioactive dinosaur when he's like 10. Regular dinosaur, go- not radioactive. Even regular seems a bit iffy. He goes tw- ter- 15 years and then gets takes the f- power from a character that has nothing to do with dinosaurs. Yeah. Havoc just is energy. He's, he's like Cyclops just for his, his whole body. And so he's, he just has energy. Just has energy. And just has energy. And he takes that. Yeah. And it reactivates a thing that happened to him when he's 10, when he got bitten by a normal dinosaur. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> and turns him into a dinosaur. Turns him into a dinosaur and also makes him evil, but he can still speak and is very clever. Well, that's actually a good piece of luck, to be fair. It is. It, it's actually worked out quite well for him. Um, he's also a massive fucking nerd. And so he took the name Sauron after the villain of J.R.R. Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings. I mean, this guy just needs to get a hobby. Stop marrying your sister and just go out. <laughs> for God's sake. Uh, Sauron then battled the X-Men, but fled when Havoc awoke. Uh, causing him to change back into human form. Um, but, like, Sauron loses. <laughs> Why would you want to be Sauron? Because he's evil. <laughs> oh, he's a big guy. <laughs> Soon afterwards, uh, Carol had an <laughs> argument. Sorry. Dinosaurs have nothing to do with Sauron. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> like, the more you think about it, it wasn't even like, oh, there was dinosaurs in the Lord of the Rings. Like, yeah. They have fucking magic trees and shit, but no dinosaurs. I, I'm guaranteeing there was very little fucking dinosaurs appearing in those plots. No, and also, like, he was bitten by a regular dinosaur. Like, it was just like being bitten by a regular dog. It doesn't give yeah. you dog powers 20 years down the line. Pretty sure that's how it works. All Pretty right, sure fair. I'm waiting. Oh, I'm due any day now. <laughs> any day now. So... Uh, Carol had an argument with Dr. Anderson who still refused to allow him to marry Tanya um, despite yeah. the fact he was now a doctor and everything um, but is he not a big dinosaur now? no he changed back into human form after a while oh okay right okay um, he then uh, siphoned energy from another mutant became a dinosaur again fought the X-Men and then it siphoned a load of energy from the X-Men and then flew um, to Dr. Anderson's home intent on killing him. Oh, he's mad. Let he's me mad. marry my own sister, dickhead. <laughs> Let me, yeah, yeah, I'm in the right here. <laughs> so uh, he recognised, uh, Dr. Anderson recognised Sauron's voice as that of Carol um, and just before the X-Men arrived, Sauron fled because he realised that uh, Dr. Anderson knew him and this would be wrong and all of that. So, after he flees, he flies all the way to his father's cabin, Connor, in Tierra del Fuego, where it all began. Uh, and he, reviewed, he, he reverted to human form, uh, having used up all the energy he observed. Horrified at having tried to kill uh, Dr. Anderson and Tanya as well. Uh, oh, no. Carol decided to starve himself to death. <laughs> So it's a weird choice. Uh, several days later, though, yeah, Tanya arrived. Uh, oh, she's looking. She's looking good now. She's looking tasty. But not by. the way that not, not usually. No. Like. Uh, followed closely behind by the X Men. Uh, 
Feeling the urge to drain Tanya's life energies, Carol fled, only to fall over a precipice. Uh, <gasps> Tanya, he was in human form, by the way. He wasn't the flying yeah. dinosaur at the time. Uh, Makes sense. Tanya and the X-Men searched for Carol to no avail and assumed he had been killed. Mm. However. Oh, I love a however. <laughs> Carol somehow survived and made his way through underground passages to the savage land. Um, he then made repeated attempts to conquer the savage land as Sauron and use its people for his sustenance. Right? But he was defeated every time. Uh, <laughs> after one particular defeat by the X-Men, yeah. one, of their, one of their members, Beast, uh, created a medicine that would satiate Carol's hunger. And with the threat of Sauron seemingly over... Carol resumed a normal life with Tanya, whom he soon married. He got he got permission. He got per- well. I think it, I think the dad might have been dead at the time. <laughs> I mean, look, I mean, so, by default, fine. yeah, it's technically, technically fine. fine that He's is. not saying no. Uh, <laughs> years later, Carol was confronted by a mutant known as Toad, who hoped oh. to recruit Sauron into the latest version of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Seems uh, like they're scraping the barrel if they're coming towards this guy. Really, yeah. Like, he's he's failed every time at everything he's ever attempted. Everything. But he has a cool name from a character he stole who also lost. <laughs> yes, and power's not related to that character at all. <laughs> not a... Uh, so Toad used a device of his own design to force Carol to drain the life energy of Tanya, uh, transforming Carol back into Sauron and killing Tanya in the process. <gasps> Tanya's no. dead. It's not fine. No, yeah. that's not technically fine. That's not technically s- frowned on. Don't kill. <laughs> that's our official <laughs> word on that. Um, he later reappeared, teamed up with Stegron, who is half man, half dinosaur. Uh, For fuck's sake. <laughs> at, at the New York Museum of Nat- Natural History, where he fought and defeated Spider-Man, uh, and the class of mutants that he was currently chaperoning in the museum. Uh, <coughs> helped by Stegron, Sauron was able to transform Staten Island into his newest colony and its inhabitants into dinosaurs. Yes! We right, here it. we go. This we is where it. we're going. While his partner took care of their opponents, Sauron yeah. revealed to Shark Girl that he was in love with her and tried to kiss her. <laughs> That is a plot twist that nobody's seen coming. But he was interrupted by an enraged Stegron who was angry with the way Sauron treated him. (laughs) So, what we have here is this is like a high school dance. So, he's now like, Stegron, you look after them. I'm gonna go get the chick and then he's <laughs> yeah. chatting to her and Stegron's like why are you being mean to me why are you treat me like that man <laughs> bro I thought we were bro <laughs> bro that's not cool bro it's not cool bro it's not cool you gotta put bros first <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Sauron then confronted Spider-Man and his students uh, mm-hmm. as Shark Girl lured Stegron uh, to revert his the dino ray machine to start turning people back into humans the dino ray machine yeah okay and then 
A battle ensued between Sauron and Stegron, the dinosaur duo, and both ended up petrified as their powers neutralised each other's. (laughs) (laughs) That might be the worst sentence that's ever been said on this show. (laughs) And we have had some doozies. But the sentence, the dinosaur duo became (laughs) petrified... Yes. Because their their powers were even. Yeah, so, like, because, okay, it makes no fucking sense, I will say, but Sauron... Also, the dinosaur duo is the shittest name. Oh, that's a class name. That's amazing. The the dinosaur, the dino duo, I'd give you. The dino duo is pretty cool, actually. So they can both um, absorb life force. So they basically absorbed each other's life force and turned to stone. How did the other guy? How did the other guy get his powers? Uh, oh, look, this isn't a this isn't a breakdown of Just, uh, Vincent Stegron. I mean, that is, I, his name is Stegron. His second name is literally Stegron. Yeah, yeah. He was working for Curtis Connors. Became obsessed with the lizard. Uh, injected oh, Stegosaurus DNA into himself. There we go. Uh, <laughs> So, is it all terrible? It's the worst, but I love it so much. Powers and abilities. He's made of stone now. He's just, he's gone. We should mention, though, that that story has the panel that you were talking Your about. Your favourite car- panel of all time. That, well, I've changed my Twitter heading now to the, uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. yeah it's when Batman takes them back to the alley where his parents die. And then Donatello, or no, Michelangelo goes, cow a bummer, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, the, uh, the panel you're lo- talking about is Spider-Man shows up and he confronts um, the dinosaur man Sauron and Sauron I'm not going to call him Sauron um, and so uh, he confronts him and he's like with your technology you could save everyone in the world from cancer you have created a machine that could say, solve cancer and Sauron's response is but I don't want to solve cancer I want to turn people into dinosaurs because he's evil because of the bite he got as a child. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And, so, and Stegron's worse for hanging out with him. Why, that's like when you put the two nerd kids beside each other. <laughs> oh, look, leave Vincent Stegron out. I can't believe his name is Vincent Stegron. That's ridiculous. And he injected himself with Stegosaurus DNA. It was, it, look, it was waiting to happen, to be fair. Okay, yeah, I next mean, it week. was bound to happen. Next week we're doing fucking Vincent Stegron. You heard it here first. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> so, in terms of powers and abilities, um, life force absorption. Um, so uh, he uses a, he uses an ability to transform the life forces of others into energy to sustain himself. Uh, it often triggers his transformation into his pteranodon form. Um, usually, skin on skin contact is required. Uh, if he absorbs the life force of a mutant, he will absorb a portion of their powers temporarily, which is pretty But he will cool. still turn into a dinosaur. Oh, yeah, it's a dinosaur with the powers. Is it always a dinosaur? It's always a dinosaur. It was bitten by a dinosaur. But a normal dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> but he was bitten by one. No, I know. I Have know you ever been bitten. bitten by a dinosaur? I haven't. I haven't, but I mean... So if he gets bitten by like I don't know a fly, 
Will he turn into a fly at some stage? No, because he was bitten by a dinosaur. See, I feel like we're going in circles here. Right, and you're right. just going back to the dinosaur bite. Yeah, yeah, because that's where it all started for... That's where it all started for Carol. <laughs> that's where things really started changing. did it though? Yeah, it, yeah. But he didn't change because he no. was the same for another 15 years. That's true. That's true, yeah. He just kind of developed... He is a mutant, like, because he had the life force draining power. But because he was bitten by a dinosaur... He absorbed the wrong kind of energy and now turns into a dinosaur sometimes. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> energy <No>. blasts. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Okay. Due to manipulation in the Weapon X program, uh, Sauron could absorb electrical power. He could then expel the energy in bursts from his hands. Um, while in Pteranodon form, he is able to lift approximately 10 tons. He can fly at a natural winged Fuck flight hell. limit. Um, he also has a, a lethal beak and sharp talons on his hands and a feet. Le- a lethal beak. <laughs> lethal beak. Uh, he has the ability to breathe fire. <laughs> I the, mean, all these powers are all cool for someone so shit. He also has a powerful hypnotic ability. So if he has direct eye contact, he can give his victims terrifying <coughs> illusions. Wait, he also has mind shit? Yeah, he has hypnosis because he he trained as like a hypnotherapist. How is this guy is so overpowered for somebody so shit? He's really bad, but he's like he, he's he's legitimately like a threat. It's the thing. <laughs> so except to Stegron, except to Stegron, uh, he's the one man who can defeat him. The, the one man is arch nemesis. Fight Dino a man with Dino. Who's the same? So, in terms of uh, the Marvel 1 to 7 rating system, he has a durability of 2, energy mm. projection of 4, fighting skills okay. of 2, intelligence of 2, speed of 4, and strength of 3. So, like, so, he's just a regular old human. He's fairly regular across most things, apart from speed, energy, uh, the ability to lift 10 tons in his pterodactyl form, and the fact that he has a pterodactyl form. Just the fact that he has a pterodactyl form. I mean, it's just there. I like... Look, I like this character because he's so dumb and there's so many just holes in his story where they're just like, like, it happened. It non-stop, through that whole thing, it felt like I kept missing bits. (laughs) And then you, even at the powers and abilities, like, you're like, yeah, he's got mind control, he's got lasers, he's got electricity, he can fly, he can lift 10 tons. Breathe fire. um, Breathe fire. And so anyway, yeah, so he just has those powers. Just so let's not ask how... Also, his name's Sauron. Nothing to do with dinosaurs. Just is. Just a big nerd. Yeah. So I thought you'd like a bit of backstory on one of your favourite comic book panels. Uh, that's why I picked that character this week. For <laughs> fuck's sake. And we're doing Donatello next week. <laughs> that would be class, actually. <laughs> um, do you want me to take us out, Sean? Yes, please, Connor. So uh, we recently did a review over on our Patreon and that was for the Attack of the Clones film. Has anyone ever heard of it? Um, no. Star Wars Episode 2. Uh, so a whole review is up there. You probably have seen some of the clips on our social medias. Um, if you want to head over there, the link is down below. We've got loads of movie reviews and TV reviews and um, we recently did uh, our review for Loki as well. So that's all up there. 
Um, the other way you could support the show is liking and subscribing on whatever podcast p- platform you're listening to this on. That really helps us out just in terms of the algorithm. Stuff like that. Boring stuff like that. Um, <laughs> Boring but five stars, stuff. <laughs> but the amount of times, if five stars, even just one time, like it helps so much. Like, oh, it's wild how what, much of a difference it makes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, you can buy some of our merch. The store is down below. You can get hats and t-shirts and mugs and all sorts of stuff. Um, but most importantly, other than follow us on any social medias, just tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. Just the one. So I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Mayan. I will see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.